mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my dear students, and welcome to yet another episode of You, Me, and Words. I'm your host, Teacher Sam, and this is episode number 187. Here we are again, my sweet students. This time, we are going to get into a subject that many, many students have asked me about. We are going to get into the subject of English grammar. Before I dive into the subject of grammar, let me tell you something which I think is important for you to know. When it comes to learning any language, not only the English language, we should never focus on just one subject. What exactly do you mean, Teacher Sam? Well, very often I have students message me or email me and tell me something like this. Teacher, teacher, I need help with my English, but I have to study only grammar. What I have realized over time is that every single one of those students didn't need to study only grammar. In fact, they needed to study a little bit of everything. Grammar, vocabulary, pronunciation, reading skills, comprehension, and so on. So, as you can see here, learning any language is not just about grammar. It's about many different subjects. And grammar, of course, is one of the important subjects. Another thing, I have heard English teachers make the claim that grammar is not that important, that you shouldn't worry about grammar right now. Eh, you can learn it later. I want you to know that I completely disagree with that. In my opinion, grammar is very important. And no, you shouldn't wait to learn it later. You should learn it as soon as possible. Now, do I believe that you should become obsessed with grammar and study it nonstop? Of course not. Too much of anything isn't good for us. But I firmly or strongly believe that if you are serious about improving your English, you must first master what I consider to be the three most fundamental tenses in English grammar, the simple present tense, the simple past tense, and the present perfect tense. By the way, did you notice that I said the word tense three times? Perhaps many of you are wondering, what does the word tense mean? It simply means time. In fact, the term tense comes from the Latin word tempus, which means time. This is so interesting to know, but it's also important to understand if you really think about it. Any time we speak, not only in English, 
But in any language, we are telling someone some type of a story, right? I mean, what if you and I are having lunch together and during lunch, you tell me about your morning that day? Perhaps you say something like, I woke up at 6 a.m., then I brushed my teeth, and then I prepared my breakfast. The thing is, Yes, you are telling me a story, but whatever story you're telling me is completely dependent on time. I mean, when exactly did this story happen? Did it happen yesterday? Is it going to happen tomorrow? Has it already happened? Do you see what I mean here? Our words help us to create stories and our stories are dependent on on time. So, I am not one bit surprised that tense actually means time. Ooh, this podcast episode about grammar is getting really interesting, isn't it? Well, keep on listening, dear students. So, as I mentioned earlier, I firmly or strongly believe that if you are serious about improving your English, you must first master what I consider to be the three most fundamental tenses in English grammar. The simple present tense, the simple past tense, and the present perfect tense. When I say this to you, am I saying that the other nine tenses are not important? Of course not. All tenses are very important, but in my opinion, those students who are not familiar with these three fundamental tenses tend to struggle a lot with the other nine tenses. So here comes the million dollar question. Teacher, which of these tenses are you going to cover in today's episode? I am going to talk about the simple present tense. I can almost hear your sense of excitement, but slow down for just a moment. I am not going to talk about every single aspect of the simple present tense. If I did that, this podcast episode would end up being three hours long. So I am going to talk about it in today's podcast episode from one perspective only. Oh, and by the way, if you are an amazing supporter of You, Me and Words, you know, if you pay $4 per month so that you can have access to the podcast text, well, you, my dear students, also get a bonus simple present tense quiz, which will be included in tomorrow's Tuesday's podcast episode. You see, it's worth being a supporter of this podcast. If you aren't yet, click the link in this episode's description and become one. Or go to our Instagram at Words. click the link in our Instagram bio and become a supporter. So back to the simple present tense. If you were to ask me, when do we use the simple present tense? I would say 
there are nine very specific situations in which we use the simple present tense. And in today's episode, I am going to tell you about one of those situations, namely facts. There is one specific situation which is a huge or a big part of our life, which is facts. But wait, teacher, what do you mean when you say facts? I mean, something that is a hundred percent true. A fact is a statement that can be proven to be true or false based on evidence or reality. So here's something interesting. You know, Every time someone asks you to introduce yourself, you are most probably going to use facts to talk about yourself. Here, let me quickly introduce myself just to give you an example. Hello, everyone. My name is Samra. Most students call me Sam. I am a professional language coach. I live in Los Angeles. Yes, saying exactly that. Hello, everyone. My name is Samra. Most students call me Sam. I am a professional language coach. I live in Los Angeles. Is me introducing myself to you by using facts. I very quickly told you four things about myself and all four things are a hundred percent true. All four things represent facts. Do you see where I'm going with this? Does it make sense to you? So if you were to ask me, teacher, when should I use the simple present tense? I would tell you, well, one of the situations in which you should use the simple present tense is when you want to talk about facts. Now, here's another very important and excellent question. Do I only use the simple present tense when I want to talk about facts? This is an excellent question because the answer is no. You absolutely could use another of these three fundamental tenses. But for now, let's not jump to another topic. Let's focus on the simple present tense. Cool? Okay, so facts. Yes, facts. Remember, please, one of the situations in which you should use the simple present tense is when you want to talk about yourself, your life, your likes, your dislikes, your interests. By the way, don't miss tomorrow's podcast episode, episode 188, because in it, I am going to give you an entire story which has been written in the simple present tense and... It talks only about facts. You'll love it and you'll find it to be very helpful. By the way, I should also mention that one of you dear listeners asked me to talk about the present perfect tense. But here's the thing. If you want to follow Teacher Sam and my online language learning schools, the teachings, the strategies, philosophies, that is, the teachings of Maverick Lingo, then we have to learn grammar in order. In other words, we have to start from 
the beginning. You should also know that whenever I teach grammar, I always teach the simple present tense first because I consider that to be the most fundamental tense. I call it the number one tense. You see, the present perfect tense is tense number three. So if I started to teach you number three before I teach you number one, trust me, you'd be very confused. I promise you that you'll find my specific order of teaching tenses very useful. So let us go back to my example. Hello, everyone. My name is Samra. Most students call me Sam. I am a professional language coach. I live in Los Angeles. How many sentences are there in this example? There are four sentences. Sentence number one. Hello, everyone. My name is Samra. Sentence number two. Most students call me Sam. Sentence number three. I am a professional language coach. Sentence number four, I live in Los Angeles. How many verbs are there in these sentences? There are four verbs in total. But wait, wait, teacher. Didn't you say that in this podcast episode, you're going to talk about the simple present tense? Yes. I did. So why are you mentioning verbs? And what even is a verb anyway? Well, first of all, what's your plan? How were you planning on using the simple present tense without using a verb? Yes, yes, yes. You must use a verb if you want to use the simple present tense. But what is a verb? A verb is a word that describes an action. So, you know, every time you are doing something, every time you are performing an action, that's a verb. A verb is also a word that describes an occurrence or event. And a verb also describes a state of being. Don't allow yourself to become confused with all of this now. For now, just think of a verb as a word that describes a noun, okay? Now look, every verb starts to exist in something called the infinitive form. The infinitive form is the proper grammar term, but honestly, I prefer to call it the original form. Here, I'll tell you exactly what I mean. Let's look at my example again. Hello, everyone. My name is Samra. Most students call me Sam. I am a professional language coach. I live in Los Angeles. So here I have four verbs, is, call, am, and live. So here in this example, we have four verbs. We have is, call, am, and live. But really, we actually only have three verbs. Why? Because the original form of the verb is, is to be. The original form of the verb call is to call. The original form of the verb am is to be. And the original form of the verb live 
is to live. Do you know what I mean? Whenever your verb is in the infinitive form or, as I like to call it, in the original form, there are two words there. There is the preposition to and the base verb. For example, to be to is the preposition, be is the base verb. To call, to is the preposition, call is the base verb. To live, to is the preposition, live is the base verb. So, what exactly did we do in these four sentences? We took the verb from its original form and we conjugated it. To conjugate, that's another verb, a super popular verb when we are focusing on grammar, when we are studying grammar. Conjugating a verb means changing the verb so it matches who is doing the action and when it's happening. Isn't that question so beautiful? When is it happening? In which time is it happening, right? In which tense is it happening? In our example, we know that it's the simple present tense because that's the tense we are focusing on here. But uh, what about who is doing the action? That's another excellent question. How do we know who is doing the action? Well, we need to use subject pronouns if we want to understand who is doing the action. Teacher, tell me about subject pronouns. Sure, here they are. Ready? I, you, he, she, it, we, you or you guys, and they. That's it. That's subject pronouns. So now I'd like to conjugate the verb to be in the simple present tense here. You ready? Show me the verb in the infinitive form or in the original form. Okay, to be. Now, conjugate that same verb in the simple present tense. Okay, let's do it. I am, you are, he, she, it is, we are, you guys are, they are. Now, Let's conjugate the verb to call in the simple present tense. Okay, let's do it. I call, you call, he, she, it calls, we call, you guys call, they call. And let's also conjugate the verb to live in the simple present tense. Sure, let's do it. I live, you live, he, she, it lives, we live, you guys live, they live. Now, let's read our example one more time here. Hello, everyone. My name is Samra. Most students call me Sam. I am a professional language coach. I live in Los Angeles, even though our example only consists of four sentences. It's an excellent example because we are able to say that every verb in every sentence is conjugated in the simple present tense. We are using the simple present tense because we are talking about facts. We are sharing a story about teacher Sam that is 100% true. So, my dear students, this is the simple present tense. Let me say that again. 
This is a tiny piece of the simple present tense. And not to mention this again, but it has to be really nice to have the podcast text in front of you, especially during an episode like this one where you can truly read and follow all of my examples. I'll stop this lesson here, but don't miss tomorrow's podcast because I will actually give you an entire text in English, obviously, that has been written in the simple present tense and which focuses entirely on facts. Also, all of you podcast supporters will have access to a little quiz that I have prepared to test your knowledge on today's simple present tense lesson. Don't miss tomorrow's podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.